0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dreaming Sky Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on January the 2nd here, 2019, as we're just past the new year. Hopefully, you guys got through the holiday safe, maybe sober, maybe not. Uh, If you're still feeling the effects, hopefully it wears off shortly and you guys can get rolling, you know, full momentum into 2019. Kind of crushing all your health and fitness and life goals as well. I remember, uh, for me, I had zero drinks uh, this New Year's Eve, which uh, even for me, usually I have like maybe one or two, but I had zero um, I was actually in Sedona, Arizona, where it was like 15 degrees, my wife dragged me to this little cabin there, super cool, neat place, but uh, I fell asleep probably about 10 o'clock, rarely do I make it till midnight anyway, but I remember back in the day, um, you know, the college years, uh, going out on New Year's Eve and waking up the next day, man, feeling like I got hit by a fucking bus, and it was awful. Oftentimes, even before the day was over, uh, hugging a toilet and wishing and praying for a uh, my body to feel better and then only to find myself to do it probably the next week and the next week. And it it took me a long time to uh, learn my lesson that drinking a ton of booze and making bad eating choices leads to not a healthy life. And so hopefully if you guys are in that mode, you're getting back in the swing of things, you're rehydrated, you're refueled, and you're ready to crush 2019. So with that said, before I get into today's podcast, a reminder, our 47-day transformation kicks off January the 7th. We're closing down registration in just about three days, so sometime around January the 5th. We'll close down enrollment. So if you guys are interested in literally making a massive change um, in your health and your eating habits and your training habits, or, you know, maybe you're already advanced and you're looking to level up or you're an intermediate person and you're just trying to go to the next stage, or you're a beginner and you're really just trying to get off the ground and lose a bunch of weight or find better, you know, eating and training habits, this is for you. It's an easy way to work with me over the next 47 days. And I promise to pour, you know, my life into you guys uh, over that span, you know, even from before day one into past day 47. Um, it's an exhausting program for me, and I promise you guys this you'll learn more in 47 days than you probably learned in the last 47 months, or even for some of you, maybe the last 47 years uh, of your life. And so, it definitely is next level. Um, the community is great, the training, the eating, and then obviously everything in between. We touch on all the real habits, rituals, and routines that we need you guys to learn uh, to be successful, not just for 47 days, but you know, for the rest of your life for that matter. So, if you're interested. Links to my Instagram, it's on Facebook, we're sending out our newsletter every single day here, otherwise it's 47daytransformation.com, and it's a game changer uh, if you let it be. Obviously, you can check the YouTube page, there's hundreds of testimonials of people who not just you know, saw amazing results, but more importantly, kept them, and have been keeping them for years after graduating the program with us. So, And on that same note, this uh, this video will be on the YouTube page as well, so if you guys don't already subscribe to the Jeremy Scott Fitness YouTube channel, we have almost 700 videos on there, a lot of training stuff, and... Uh, It definitely is going to be a a game changer uh, in terms of our YouTube stuff, what we're pumping out and rolling out. And so a lot of the podcast stuff will be on there as well. So on to today's podcast, which we'll call, let's see, maybe Fat Stats or something like that, even though I'm not a huge fan of that name. But it's catchy. It's quick, right? Fat Stats? Sounds okay. And uh, I'm going to share these with you. A lot of these things were taken from different studies we pulled and found, um, articles on the Internet, a lot of them uh, from CNN. Uh, the CDC themselves actually threw a lot of these out there and just some things that we share around when we're going to put out our 47-day this time of year. Just because obviously we know obesity in America is a real thing and a lot of you guys who listen to this are super fit, super healthy. You're making the right choices and but we might know our, our mom or our dad or brother or sister or friend or family member who is overweight or is obese or struggling with their eating and their drinking habits and they maybe aren't as active as they should be and it's going to hinder their lifestyle if it hasn't already from, you know, abide you know, what they can do and what they are doing in terms of being active and living their best life. And so I just want to share these with them. And if it doesn't affect you directly, share it with them. Uh, Maybe it opens their eyes or or they hear something or it sparks something like, oh shit, that is me or I do fit that mold or I don't want to be that I don't want to just be another statistic. You know, I want to change the game, you know, live better and eat better and feel better every single day. And that's what this is all about you guys. When we really break this down, it's yeah, we all want to look good fucking naked or look good with clothes on. I get that. But it's how we feel every single day, both internally and externally. It's how I feel inside and outside too. It's how I move my body through space. What can this body do? How active can I be? Where can I go? What can I accomplish? And then three, obviously, the byproduct of marrying those first two is that we look like a rock star and that's the game. And so that's all, I'm just going to share these stats really quick and let you guys go on your way and you take them with you for what it's worth and share them with people you think can help. So did you know? More than two in three adults are considered to be overweight. More than two in three adults are considered to be overweight. Next, more than one in three adults are considered to be obese. So one in every three people you see are considered to be obese. That means when you're at Target, at the grocery store, waiting in line at the airport, one in three people that you're around is probably obese. It doesn't take a rocket scientist, just look around. Look around everywhere you guys walk and see the amount of people who are carrying extra weight that is dragging their life down in more ways than one. It's crazy to me to see that. And you can look at, I know I think we're we're the extreme fittest we've ever been. In 2019, we have more access to information and knowledge and things than we ever have. So I think we have the extreme fit people because I don't think we're this extremely fit 40 years ago. But at scale, obviously we're bigger and heavier now than we've ever been. You can look at old school pictures when you went to school, when your parents went to school, different things. And you look at people now It's almost insane to me. Now, these are the ones that really hit home here. More than 1 in 20 adults are considered to be extremely obese. So 1 in every 20 people is extremely obese, you guys. And these are the real ones here that I'll dig into. About one-third of children and adolescents ages 6 to 19 are considered to be overweight. One-third of children and adolescents between ages 6 to 19 are considered to be overweight. Now, that's a scary thing to me because if you're already that heavy that young and real life hasn't even hit yet, Man, it's, it's a big hole to climb out of, especially if you're a kid, you know, you're 13, 14, and you already have a ton of weight to lose. It gets rough, man, when you get 22, 23, 24, 25, and then obviously past 30. Um, it's those habits. If you haven't learned the right habits early on, um, I find it's really tough. And again, me especially too, like I grew up eating like shit and drinking like shit, and I paid the price for it. Now, luckily, you know, for me, I was always an athlete and genetics and everything in between. I didn't, you know, I didn't become obese, obese. You know, skinny fat was it. And then obviously the internal health of me really suffered because of it. And I would wish that on nobody. I, I, I truly, I can't tell you guys how much I value my health. Obviously, you know I'm an advocate for it. That's why I do this. But it's it's sad to see small kids. And my wife and I say the same thing when we walk around. We see them. They have a ton of weight to lose. And they're 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, not just from like the, the social aspect and the bullying aspect of it. But just from the battles and the health standpoint they're going to have to fight through their whole life. It's rough to see. Next one. More than 1 in 6 children in adolescents ages 6 and 19 are considered to be obese. So 1 in 6 children between ages 6 and 19 are considered to be obese. That's crazy, you guys. And the amount of extra weight and load we're carrying on ourselves every day. It's uh, Especially at that young of an age. It's it's really a shame. And it's and it's sad, honestly, to see it. So if I give it to you guys percentage-wise, what we have here. Let me run down my show notes. Percentage of adults in the U.S. that are overweight. 68% of adults are considered to be Overweight. So that means 7 out of every 10 people, essentially, that you see are overweight. In your neighborhood, where you go, 7 out of 10 people are overweight. The percentage of adults in the U.S., the percentage that is obese is 34%. So 34% of adults are considered to be obese. And the average amount of life years lost by being severely obese is 9 years. So if you're a person who is extremely obese, you are cutting your life short by 9 years. Now, can you imagine how crazy it is giving away nine quality years of your lives, whether that be the beginning, the middle, the end, you know, whether it be with your kids, with your grandkids, your retirement years, the golden era, the best time of your life when you, you know, you save up your money, you have your retirement, you have the stuff you want, you can take it easy, you can maybe travel, do some fun things, but yet you're going to die early instead of that 79 year and die at 70 because of overconsumption, essentially what this comes down to. The overconsuming of food and booze and lack of activity. Now there's genetics and outliers and certain things, and I get that. But I think we obviously have an overconsumption problem in America. We overconsume food, we overconsume booze, and we, you know, we sit on our ass too much and we move too little. And I think you see the same thing with finances when you see people like the overconsumption of houses and cars and clothes and stuff, and yet. They can hide the financial overconsumption for, for I mean, for the most part, you know, people can hide that they're in credit card debt and their mortgage is fucking crazy and that their car payment is three times higher than it needs to be. But we can't see that on them when they walk around. They can put on a front on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else they go. And you might not know they're stressed as shit because you can't, you know, physically see it. But the obese, you can. You can see if someone has 75 pounds of crappy weight to lose. They live that every single day. It's visible for us. And so to me, that's the insane part. You can actually see it come to life. You can see them struggle. They're having trouble breathing when they walk to their car. They can't go up and down stairs. They can't touch their toes. They don't feel comfortable in any clothes or anywhere they go. But to me, that's a terrible way to live life. And on top of that, the average increase in health expenditure for an obese person is 25%. So I mean, they're going to spend 25% more money just to stay alive and be healthy and try to fight what they're already going through. Which to me, so you get the point of the message, you guys. It's a real problem that might not affect you if you're listening to this. But... It can not be other people you know. So I ask you is, what side of the fence are you on? Are, in what percentage are you? Are you the 68% that is overweight? Are you on the other side that's not overweight? And again, do you guys want to be another statistic? Do you want your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your friends and family just to be another stat? And I don't. And again, you guys, knowledge is power. Um, but without action, you know, it really doesn't mean anything. And that's really what I'm driving at is here. We can know the stats all day long. But we actually have to take action um, and put the pieces into play. And one other note, I'm going to share one, two real things real quick here, because I have this from uh, CNN as well. I just got this. This came out probably like two weeks ago. They shared this study on, on CNN. It was the CDC, actually. And it said the average weight of an American man in 2015-2016 was 197.9 pounds. So the average dude in 2015-2016 weighed 197.9. Now, let me give you context here. They also said the average height of a dude was five foot nine, just over 5'9". And his waist was 40 inches. So that means the average dude in America is 5 foot 9, has a 40 inch waist, and weighs 198 pounds. Now I'm an anomaly. I'm gonna come up a freak show. I get that. I'm I'm taller. I'm longer. I have long limbs, long arms. I'm 6 foot 2. My wingspan's like over 6 4, and uh, I weigh about 220 pounds, mostly because I have a giant ass. Um, you <laughs> know, reality my butt weighs a lot of it. But my point being is, you guys, even for me at 6'2", if I was 198, I'm still a pretty big guy, i a pretty solid guy. And my waist is about 31 inches. Now, if my waist was 40 inches at 5'9", and 198, that's heavy, dude. That's a lot of load to carry on on a frame. It just really is. And in the same note, they said a woman, the average woman, 2015, 2016, was 170.6 pounds. So the average female weighs 171 pounds. Now, these stats... If you compare it to the year 2000, the average dude weighed 189, and now the average dude weighs 197, 15 years later. The average woman weighed 163, now she weighs 170, just 15 years later. So you can see how the numbers are creeping up, slowly but surely. And again, obviously there's medical costs that go into this and different things, so obviously we are getting bigger as time goes on. So again, there's the outliers of us that are extremely fit, but there's also people now who are still consuming too much food and too much booze and not tracking macros, not eating all real food, not taking time for their health and happiness, and they're putting it on a back seat. And again, you guys, uh, the confession for me: I used to be like most Americans too. In college, I abused my body, um, you know, to 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 a point of where it almost shut down. To be honest with you, now I've talked about this before in other podcasts. You know, the amount of alcohol poor food choices, often eating sugar, processed trash, drinking excessively, neglecting my health. And I truly thought I was fucking invincible, um, until I wasn't. And it hit me, you know, slowly, but when it came, man, it came like a fucking freight train, like a ton of bricks. There was probably a span um, of three years there where I didn't eat uh, probably a single vegetable or, or take a single vitamin. That's real talk. I'm not joking here. I didn't take, there was no athletic greens for me. Uh, I'll say that. And, uh, just really bad choices and it wasn't until you you know i got you know really sick and ran into some serious digestive intestinal and kidney issues that i got you know scared straight and it kind of helped me flip my life around and it showed me a the power of eating real food the power of getting proper sleep the power of not drinking fucking alcohol the pro the you know the power of exercise and combining all those things and being mindful of your choices and how the foods that you eat And how you drink and how you sleep and how you drink can actually heal your body and build it up and make it strong and make it function properly. And you can actually feel good. And that's why I say I don't think even most people understand what feeling good is. Because they've felt so shitty and so sick and so broken for so long, they don't even know what healthy feels like. They don't understand it. Now, obviously, I'm going to be sore. My glutes are going to be sore as shit from split squatting today and all the crazy stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I don't think the average human has went a week of their life just eating proteins, healthy fats, green vegetables, and not drinking alcohol, and not eating a bunch of processed shit out of bags and boxes, and haven't got proper sleep, and just trained in a way that made sense for their body. I, I know 98% of people have never done that for a week, let alone three days. I don't think most people, most adults you know, you guys, who aren't fitness people, who or haven't had a coach, or part of a program, or anything that makes sense, have went more than three days in their adult life and ate just proteins, green vegetables, and healthy fats. Drink water and coffee and did mobility, foam rolled and exercised. And that's fucking crazy to me because the recipe for success is so simple and so small. No, I understand being fit is, is hard. You have to take time, but you have to make time for it. We make time for everything that's important in our life. If you literally have watched entire seasons of shows on Netflix, you've watched fucking House of Cards or Game of Thrones or whatever else people watch, you've watched these marathon episodes on Netflix, you've watched multiple football games, you scroll on social media for hours or you fucking listen to me ramble on for that matter, but you haven't taken the time to feed your body real food more often than not. You haven't taken the time to set up a proper training schedule or sleep schedule or join a, some kind of coaching group with accountability and a program that makes sense. You're going to be another statistic at some point. You just have to put your health first because when you suffer, when you don't feel good, when you don't move good, you don't sleep good, you don't have energy and you're not inspired, the rest of the world suffers because of that. Not just your friends and family, but the gift that you have. You know, you're less productive at your job. You're less happy with your husband or wife. You're not as energetic with your kids. It just, it drags you down. And that's why I'm so passionate about you guys. So if you're listening to me and you happen to be on the wrong side of the statistics, well, let's try to get you guys on the right side of it sooner than later. And if you are on the right side of it, but you have a friend or a family member who maybe needs to hear this and you know you're going to sound like an asshole if you say it to him, send it to me. Let me be the asshole. I'm happy to share it out there because I just, I know how important it is. And again, this is not about look, having six pack abs or looking sexy in as hell in a swimsuit or trying to, you know, take a shirtless photo at Coachella or whatever your thing is or snap your Instagram photo in Ibiza. It's not that. It's just you guys not walking around in a body that is causing stress on your heart and your organs, and your joints, and making you unhappy and not confident in your own skin because you got a bunch of excess weight that's dragging you down because of poor eating choices and drinking choices, and not literally just having some kind of goal, accountability, and a coach to move you forward every single day. And again, it's not about being perfect, but if the average person just understood how much damage they can do in a 12-month span, literally just hunker down, make better eating choices week by week, and simply losing a half a pound a week or even a, if you're extremely obese or you have a lot of weight to lose, even losing a pound a week for 52 weeks is 52 pounds of weight loss, which is fucking amazing and it's super awesome and that's super fast and that's a ton. Even after an entire year, you guys, if you only lost 30 pounds of shit, but your mobility is better, you're stronger, you're happier, you're healthier, you're making better food choices, that is a game changer. So, again, take these stats, you guys, for what they're worth. Just understand a, I think we are becoming more educated and extremely fit on certain ends of the spectrum. But also we know the weight is going up. We're becoming unhealthier as a whole because of overconsumption of food and drinking. And the the information is out there. You guys have the, you have the education. I put out more free shit than almost anybody else does about health and fitness stuff. You can grab it, whether it be on the blog, on the YouTube page, on Instagram, Facebook, here on the podcast. I'll ramble on all day long. But knowing is not enough. You have to actually do. Knowledge is not power. Execution is. Execution is everything. So whether that be tracking macros, getting a coach, joining a 47-day transformation program, whatever the hell it is, watching the Instagram videos, doing the stuff, putting in the work, the little details that nobody wants to do. That's the game changer. Again, it's not, I'm not saying give up all booze and give up all cinnamon rolls. Have your fun. Do your shit but understand you have to have a plan for your macros. You have to have a plan for your training. You have to have a plan for everything. Otherwise we're likely to overspend and not make it happen and build excuses every single day. And if you're being honest with yourself and you're looking in the mirror, if you're spending your time doing the things that are important and matter, you guys are gonna be successful, I promise you that. So. Any other questions you guys have, hit me up. Let me know. I'm happy to answer them, whether it be on the 47-day, whether it be on this. Obviously, you can tell I'm passionate about it because it fucking matters. It's our life and it's our body. And when this goes to shit, because I had mine go to shit years and years ago, your entire life suffers because of it. You become depressed. You become unhappy. And you wonder if, if it's ever going to get back to normal. And you pray just to get back to feeling normal and feeling good again. And I don't wish that on anybody. I know a lot of people shit about probably... Fifty percent of humans are walking around like that every single day, not happy with how they look and they move and they feel, and it's dragging them down and it's causing them to live a life that they never want to live. And uh, if you could just, for some of you, just be healthier with your choices, and just delay the gratification of that food or that drink, or put in the work of the training and know that it's going to pay off three months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, a year from now, two years from now. It's a complete game changer, and it'll turn your entire life around. And you'll think different, move different, and feel different. And that is everything to me, because when your body isn't healthy and happy, everything else sucks. Because I lived it, you guys. Uh, you know, for a decent amount of time, and it uh, it really did number on me. You know, mentally, and that's when it really starts to affect everything else. So, anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast? Shoot me a DM, send me an email. I'm happy to record. I got a ton of stuff coming on the pipe. I think we have uh, Nikki Metzger coming on Friday, I believe. So we'll have her light you guys up as well. I might squeeze in one before that if I can. But uh, again, if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Subscribe to the podcast. A lot of you guys are listening, but you're not subscribed yet. Drop me a five star. Leave a comment. I love to hear it. And again, obviously, if you think this can help a friend or family member, please share it with them because it can make a huge difference in their life. So until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love and people you enjoy because your life is too short not to again you can catch this on the Jeremy Scott Finish YouTube page it'll be under the podcast tab with the rest of them and the other 700 videos we got on there for you guys so have an awesome kickoff 2019 I'll talk to you guys soon peace